Hello, and welcome to the Landis Cooperative Experience, featuring the bull bear banter. We all know that markets often behave in a way that can't easily be explained. The bull bear banter is our best effort to digest the noise of the marketplace. So thank you for joining us. Sit back, relax, and let's talk about the markets. Hi, this is Tom Guinan, and I want to welcome you to the February 15th episode of the Landis Cooperative Experience, featuring the bull bear banter. I'm the Vice President of Producer Grain Marketing, and I work closely with our grain marketing advisors. Today, I'm joined by Cheyenne Dunham, one of our merchandisers in Ames. She also oversees origination for our soybean processing plant in Ralston. Friday afternoon, March corn closed unchanged for the day. That was down half a cent from last Friday. December corn was unchanged on Friday and unchanged for the week. Looking at soybeans, March closed up four cents at 9.07 and a half. That was down seven cents from where we left off last Friday. November soybeans were up four cents for the day as well, and they lost about five cents for the week. Tom, can you lead us off with the big story this week? Cheyenne, I think the big story of this week, and probably the big surprise for the week, was the action we saw on Thursday. After starting the day somewhat calmly and just a little lower, by midday, March corn was off 5 cents, ending the day down 4. March soybeans also started the day just a bit lower and then traded even lower, finishing the day down 13. All of this was attributed to disappointing export sales news for the week of January 3rd. This data showed corn at 460,000 metric tons when the trade anticipated a range of 5 to 900,000 metric tons. Soybeans were reported at a negative number of 600,000 metric tons. This is due to cancellations by China of more than 800,000 metric tons that week, compared to an estimated range of 600,000 metric tons to a million metric tons positive. I really think it's kind of hard to estimate something that happened more than a month ago, but it's easy to see why such a large and negative number pushed us lower. Yeah, I think that's probably why we're seeing a lot of sideways trade right now is these numbers that we're seeing are from quite a ways back as far as our trade and our markets are concerned. So it's going to take us a little while to catch up. That was expected, but I don't know that up until then we're going to have a lot of motivation to move too much either way. But let's go ahead and jump into the bull and bear factors for corn and beans this week. For corn, I'm thinking for bullish news, South America weather forecasts show a possibility of dryness in some critical growing areas of both Brazilia and Argentina. Crude oil continues to rebound and work higher. The West Texas Intermediate is now above $55 after a low of about $42 on December 24th. And as always, the continued optimism for corn exports to China. And on the bear side of the ledger, what I see is Argentina's corn crop is now planted and rated at 61% good to excellent, which is really good for that part of the world. Private analysts have tweaked their expectation for corn acres this coming spring a little bit, but we're still talking somewhere around 92 million acres, which is up quite a bit from last year. And just the lack of fresh news continues to keep the market in a steady to lower kind of range here, I think. Switching over to soybeans, I would say the bullish factors I'm pulling out are the potential for an extension of the delay in increased tariffs. That March 1st deadline is coming up here. Um, Some reports are suggesting a 60-day delay at this point is what we could see. Reduced soybean acres here in the U.S. are anticipated by most, some dropping close to 4 million acres. And we saw a NOPA crush number for January come out another record month of U.S. soybean processing. That's five months now that we've seen record crush. Thanks, Cheyenne. On the bear side, uh, I'm just going to continue to say 910 million bushels. 910 million bushels. That's a lot of soybeans for U.S. carryover number for this year. And I think that's really going to keep a lid on upward pricing for beans. The Argentina soy crop is rated at 54% good to excellent versus about 11% this time last year. And finally, I'd just say just general unease in the world. We've got this continuing issue with China and the U.S. 
We've got this potential for a U.S. national emergency. We've got Brexit going on, maybe, maybe not. So the list just kind of goes on and on, but the uncertainty that we're seeing in a lot of parts of the world is just not a good thing in the long run. Kind of turning it over to why this matters, we're going to continue to encourage offers. We saw quite a few new crop corn offers fill earlier this week. This time of year, it's easy to get lulled to sleep and take your eyes off the market, as it just doesn't seem to be going anywhere. So we also encourage people to use this slower time to calculate their cost of production for last year, and then use that as a guide for a solid marketing plan for the year ahead. Again, what to watch for. First, we just want to throw in a note, markets are not going to be trading on Monday. You can still call in and sell, and we are still receiving great but prices are not going to be changing throughout the day. So just make a note of that. And again, we've been mentioning our Women in Ag event Ventures. That's going to be in Des Moines, March 22nd and 23rd. Stay tuned after our normal podcast for some information regarding that event. And as always, if you have questions for us, drop us an email. That's podcast at landiscooperative.com. Thanks, Cheyenne. I think that wraps it up for today. And we want to just say thanks again for joining the Bull Bear Banter, which, as you know, is part of the Landis Cooperative Experience podcast. If you have any questions regarding your grain marketing decisions, please reach out to your area grain marketing advisor. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to talking with you again next week. So today we're joined by Alicia Hewen. She is our Director of Communications here at Landis. Alicia, we've been promoting ventures. Can you tell us a little bit more about exactly what it is and who should be attending it? Sure. Thanks, Cheyenne, for having me on today. Uh, Yes, Landis Cooperative is excited to host for the second year in a row our Ventures Conference. This is an opportunity for women in agriculture, our customers and our members, to get together and to learn about what's going on in on-farm production, maybe grain marketing or agronomy. Um, even uh, animal nutrition and livestock. But we're getting our members and customers together March 22nd and 23rd in West Des Moines. And registration is open and available for our customers and members now. Great. Can you maybe tell us a little more about why you might be personally passionate about this event? Sure. So I I think one of the really exciting things about our Ventures Connections and Conversations and Ag program is a couple of things. So one of them is it's specifically for just our female members. So if you have, you're listening to this and you're a woman, we'd love to have you join. If a member of your farming operation, your wife, your sister, your your daughter is involved in agriculture and, and your operation, this is perfect for them. For me, one of the things that has really hit home about the importance of this conference is the unexpected. So in our family, um, my mom and dad have three daughters, and my dad ran the farming operation. That was that was his job. And so um, mom worked off the farm, and the three of us were not really involved. Um, but my dad got sick last year, and so very quickly my mom and I had to learn how to market grain and how to manage uh, feed orders. And so I was really ex- really lucky that I worked at Landis Cooperative and my teammates could help me. But I think this conference is really good for women who might work off the farm and be a little bit involved in the operation to really start to feel comfortable so that you could always be prepared should something uh, like that happen where you have to take a more active role. So that's why I'm personally passionate and I know our team is. We have lots of members of the committee that are helping to plan this conference that they are involved in their operation at home and they want to be able to share their knowledge and expertise with other customers and members. That's great. Yeah, I know I attended last year and really just appreciated the networking opportunity and just to get with others that kind of shared a common interest and discuss different strategies and different experiences. It was great. And we had a really wide age range. So we had women in their younger 20s, all the way up to people who might be retired from a full-time job and, and, you know, assisting with a farm operation or in a cost share or a, a farm lease or something like that. So a very wide range. 
Yeah, I think that's something we want to stress. You don't have to be directly involved in the marketing of a farming operation to get something out of this event. Absolutely. We have something for everybody. So I guess you kind of mentioned it's going to be down in Des Moines, March 22nd and 23rd. Is that uh, evening activity, an all-day activity, both days? Kind of a little more about that. What should people be looking for as far as time away from Logistics. Yep, exactly. So uh, we wanted to do something that started on Friday afternoon. So those that do have full-time jobs off the farm, they had an opportunity to kind of finish out their week. So Friday uh, afternoon, we have an optional tour of the Better Homes and Gardens Test Kitchen in downtown Des Moines. If you've never been on it, it's awesome. I highly recommend you sign up for that uh, pre-conference event. Um, But we'll start Friday late afternoon, have an educational session, and then a social networking event Friday night. Stay overnight at the hotel, and then Saturday um, up until uh, about four o'clock, we'll have a lot of educational sessions, some keynote speakers, and then a lot of breakouts. So you can choose what aspect of agriculture you want to participate in. So, you know, a couple hours away from home, um, but we think it's well worth the time, uh, especially for our members with the early bird ticket prices that we have. Um, If you register by Sunday the 17th of February, um, an early bird member ticket is only $40. So that's your food, your registration, all the cool giveaways that we give you. Um, But that's the member ticket price. Um, So members and customers can get that early bird price. And the non-members, it's a little bit more. We want to show appreciation for our customers and members. So a non-member ticket in the early bird is about $100. Great. So that is, I mean, that's a pretty low cost way to spend what's probably not going to be the best weather outside. So it'll be kind of nice to be inside kind of hanging out with other people in the ag industry, other women. That'll be great. And my understanding is right. You don't necessarily have to come Friday if you can't make it. Correct. Correct. If you can only come on Saturday, that's great. That's why we wanted to make sure we manage the low cost and Friday night's kind of an extra thing. Yeah, that works perfect because I know I have animals at home and it's just me taking care of them. So I think a lot of our other members and women who might be interested in attending could be in the same boat there. So it's great that we're offering those different options. Mm -hmm. It's a great value. It's, you know, pretty, I mean, it encompasses a wide range of interest in the ag industry. Yeah, we have a lot of really great um, speakers and our committee's been doing a great job getting those put together. So for example, uh, we have a grain marketing square zero, where if you're kind of like me and you, even though you might know a little bit about what's going on on the farm, you want to really kind of start at ground zero and learn about grain marketing, the grain team is going to offer that. Um, If you're ready to do a little bit more, um, you kind of know that base level grain marketing, we're going to offer some creative hedging ideas, um, dive into the specifics of puts and calls, um, and you know a little bit about crop insurance if that's where you want to be. Farm management if you're the one who has to hire employees and manage worker relations and insurance for your team. So we'll have our our HR team there, and then kind of talk about um, agricultural loans. You know what does what does good paperwork look like when you go in to sit down with your loan officer or your uh, farm credit advisor, and then looking into uh, some of them livestock topics as well as spring agronomy. So we're going to be hitting before spring planting is ready to go. And we have a really cool workshop that once you leave this conference, you'll be able to help go home to the farm and help um, better understand some of those planting decisions or help make the final ones before you put the seed in the ground. Yeah, it sounds like a great opportunity to me. And I know you talked about the early bird discount. We want to make sure as many people take advantage of that as possible. How do they go about finding the registration information to get signed up? Absolutely. So if you go to landiscooperative.com, um, over in the bottom left-hand corner, there is a event or a news section and our uh, press release with the link is there. Um, you can also go on to Facebook and look for the Landis Cooperative Ventures event tied off of our Landis Cooperative Facebook page and you get to the link there. Um, or you can ask any of your Landis Cooperative locations and they can, there's a poster in the, in the office and they'll help you get to the right spot. 
Great. Well, I think it's going to be a great event. We have a lot of great speakers, great prizes, kind of great networking opportunities. So we really hope everyone can make it. We want to thank you, Alicia, for taking the time to sit down with us. And if you guys have questions about this, again, you know, call your location, call your grain marketing advisor, you know, don't let lack of information prevent you from coming to this because it is a lot of fun. I think that's all we have on this. Again, we want to thank you for your time here. We're glad you could visit us on the podcast. Stay tuned on this. We'll talk a little bit more about it as the weeks come up. Yep. We're looking forward to seeing everybody March 22nd and 23rd. Thanks.